the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. You're used to the failure, aren't you, by now? I mean, is it even a story that CPI inflation is up record levels? Is that a story? I don't think it is. Is that unexpected? Of course it isn't. Joe Biden is the dumbest, most corrupt person to ever sit in the Oval Office, and that is saying something. Add a little touch of dementia, and we're lucky it's 9.1. It could be a lot worse. I mean, after all, what has anybody in his cabinet ever accomplished? Anybody. Anybody. Nothing. Pete Buttigieg got there for the same reason Kamala Harris did. He's good in the sack. That's it. His spokespeople, the people that are advising him, all there because of sexual proclivities, their race, genitalia. No one is there because they did anything. What they've managed to do is make losing normal for a country that really wasn't used to losing at this level. So when I play these clips, is anybody surprised? This is what we all warned any idiot that was going to vote for this political whore. For a year, for a year, vote for this moron, your life will change. The trajectory of the economy, the trajectory of your nation, your freedoms, everything will suck. Morons allowed this idiot to steal the election. And a lot of them voted for him. Not 81 million, but enough. So it sucks for us because we're dragged in because morons, corrupt welfare roaches, predators on a mafia-based system, dragged good people in. And we'll be the ones that pay for it. Wow, 9.1% year over year, much hotter than expected, everybody. 1981, November 1981 is the last time that we have seen an inflationary number this high for CPI. Again, see, nine- that, that, that's a skewed year because we were coming off of the, the wave of Clinton failures. I mean, uh, um, Carter. See, this is what Democrats do. They fail. The only one that had a mediocre economy was Bill Clinton, and that is because he immediately lost the House, and Republicans dragged that moron to sign all kinds of welfare reform and all kinds of safety nets on corruption and government spending. That will never happen again because there is no more voter integrity. So when you have Democrats in charge of anything, this becomes the norm. 
9.1 percent. There you go, folks. That is the big story here. Uh, now, let's go to that uh, month over month. If you strip out food and energy, let me give you the annual year over year. That's higher than expected, too. The core, not that we care about that because it's all gas and food, but even the core number coming in hotter than expected at 5.9 percent. We were only looking for 5.7 percent. Uh, so now what's the answer? by the government. They're going to make themselves and their corporatist banks rich. They're going to bankrupt the rest of America because their answer is exactly the wrong answer to massively increased interest rates. What no one wants to tell you when interest or when inflation was skyrocketing in 1981, and I, I almost, it's obviously intentional how they leave out what the Fed interest rate was in 1981. 16.5 three percent so the idea that you can magically raise the interest rate and inflation stops is the lie that they want to sell you the lipstick on the pig of having a democrat mafia don as president what the real intention is is to bankrupt 70 percent of the country because the laws are advantageous to the credit card companies to the big banks and to everyone else who has a declaration of bankruptcy. They get subsidized again, and they could pump up the bubble. So to have good, decent people just regurgitate this notion that bankrupting 70% of a workforce is going to slow inflation. No, it's not. It's going to make it so you cannot consume. And then they think they will align the supply chain. But you're sucking out the trajectory of family wealth. You're forever changing the lives of individuals who are hanging on, small business people who buy their supplies with those charge cards and haven't passed on that, that cost because they know they'll be out of business. You'll spiral small business into bankruptcy. And this is the plan that's going to help you. And when you listen to the morons that they surround themselves with, here is a woman, there is no reason for her to be here, Deb Holland. Who is she? Well, she's an economic guru in the Biden administration. Listen to this moron. You tell me why this particular sale was was canceled. What consultations were done with industry that led to this claim about lack of, of industry? Now, this is Murkowski. And what she's narrowing in on is that the Biden administration has canceled the leases for oil. The same time they tell their morons, their welfare roaches, and their corporatist gangsters that the oil companies are the bad guy. What they're really doing is just like the Chicago scum Democrats that never seem to go to trial. I couldn't help but notice. Was, was it Nikki Whaley? Squirrel, did she say that that gangster pig, Ed Burke, isn't going to go to trial for another year? I mean, he's already a thousand years old, a piece of garbage. That's how you get away with the perfect crime. This is what they're doing on a national level now. So there, she's going to answer a question of what your, the, the administration is really doing, which is canceling oil permits and drilling permits and leases and the rest of it. Same time they tell their moron Democrat voters that it's the big oil's problem. And if you're dumb enough to vote for a Democrat, especially this one, you'll believe anything so you're too stupid to even know what the truth is. Because the folks that are coming to me are saying, we, we absolutely... Uh, are interested, were interested. Now there's no opportunity because it's been taken off the table. So let's go to the, let's go to this genius economic council for the president of the United States. Are you ready for this? 
Behold the brilliance. Uh, thank you, ranking member. It, it, it was the fact that actual oil companies did not show interest in Cook Inlet. I, I recognize that the Oil and Gas Association um, did show interest, but um, for for us to move that forward, we would have had to have interest from the actual companies who would be um, bidding on the leases. And what? What, you moron? Is this what it's like? I mean, you, this is, so she's a woman. I can't call her a moron. You're a moron, toots. And if you didn't Kamala your Harris way into that position, there's absolutely no excuse to have you in charge of anything, you imbecile. So feel good about 9.1. Feel real good. Because with these imbeciles, it should be 70 percent interest uh, uh, inflation. It should be 100 percent. You realize how moronic they are? Let's go to the one who got her job the old-fashioned way. Vice President Kamala, also known as Nooner. Together, we are expanding access to transportation. Seems like maybe it's a small issue, it's a big issue. You need to get to go and need to be able to get where you need to go to do the work and get home. What? That's today. She does it every time she opens her mouth and Willie Wilson isn't standing there. Just something stupid comes out of it. You were better off fluffing Willie Wilson, you moron. But if there's if there has been nothing that has laid down, they can't indicate what their interest is. It's kind of a, uh, you know, chicken and oh, egg. Willie or Brown. Horse what did I say? What did I say? I didn't say Willie Brown. Willie Wilson. I got, I got him. Yeah, another moron. It's riddled in sexual scandal. For the cart. I mean, but but what happened was there was no ability, no opportunity to even show an interest because the sale was entirely canceled. Well, well, I, I appreciate um, your perspective on this. And, uh, it's not her perspective. She's telling you, Dimwit, the sale was canceled. That's not a perspective. That's a fact. How are you going to reason with these people? I mean, I, I'm dead serious. How can you reason with pathological liars? Pathological liars. Um, I, I'm not sure what to say other than what I have already said. Which is nothing. You've said nothing, but what we're living through, toots, what we're living through is a calamity. When we look at, guys, where we're seeing the largest increases, it's broad-based. Gasoline, shelter, food being the largest contributors. Certainly a confirmation of what a lot of us consumers know is that inflation is rampant. It is pretty much everywhere these days, and this report suggesting that. Let's go to the chief dummy. He must have a good reason. We are suffering from inflation imposed as a consequence of What's going on in Ukraine, but we have the lowest rate of almost every major nation. You're the cleanest, dirty shirt in a bunch. I mean, it, it, to his point, this could be a lot worse, and it should be, with the kind of people that are heading up this organization, this syndicate. Now, we may hear something today about the high gas prices and the need for more drilling. Uh-huh. So I just wanted to share a few comments about that. It's like a heroin addict saying that the solution to heroin addiction is more heroin. That's a senator. That's a Democrat senator. See, the problem is oil is heroin, and we need to go cold turkey, baby. You know what? I'd love it. I really would love it if we did go cold turkey. Then every rat bastard Democrat will get exactly what he deserves. The problem is these low-life scum drag us into their mediocrity, into their failure, into their Biden administration. Overall, you have this 
unrelenting increase in prices from varying degrees from zero seven on rent up to one percent on food. Uh, and, and there's every reason to think this would make the Fed tougher right here, Andrew. It was a year ago. And I told you we were just getting started in the failure. It was a year ago. That's when the murmurs started to happen. That's when the job numbers were good. It'll be gone by fall. Then it would be gone by winter. Then it would be gone by spring. All they know how to do is lie and put lipstick on their pig. And I don't just mean the vice president. I mean every solution they pretend to have. Because when you have to look at this in the right light so you don't go crazy, this is their goal. This is their version of winning. This is what happens when a Democrat sits in charge of anything. Unless, of course, it's a company that is on the bribery scheme of government spending and government money. Then, if you're in one of those construction companies and you got that fat pig owner who likes to donate to Democrats from the local to the st state, all the way up to the Fed, you got a bright future. Because all they know how to do is steal, lie, and cheat. It is an organized syndicate, not a political party. And until they either are put in their own states and wallow in their own mediocrity, they're going to take the rest of us down. So run to high ground. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I'm surprised that's not a Dan Proft endorsement. ProstateSecrets.com, Lowe's T's, got it all. Uh, I pay attention to when the Democrat mafia spins and lies and cheats. I almost like to revisit the excuses. This is from a year ago. A year ago. Celia Rouse. Who's she? Another dimwit. Not qualified. But she's there. The, the, the inflation we're seeing is due to the pandemic. Uh, and is due to the war. And we're not done with this pandemic. We're now seeing that there may, you know, China is under threat of lockdown again. We, while we have made great progress on many aspects of the supply chain, we're not done with this pandemic. Wrong. I mean, it's, it's, it's been a year and seven months of failure. It's been a year and seven months of lipstick on a pig. It'll be three more years if this dimwit should manage to get there, get through it without being impeached. Because if you're not going to impeach a guy who um, truly embarrasses the nation and himself, the good news is when you're a Democrat, you don't have much dignity anyway. I will once more return to the hollow ground of Yad Vashem. What? To honor six million Jewish lives who were stolen in the genocide and continue, which we must do every, every day, continue to bear witness. To keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust, horror of the Holocaust, That's honor those we lost. That's a big full pile. Of course, we are talking to a guy who uh, sent $60 billion to Stefan Bandera's Azov Battalion. If you don't know who Stefan Bandera is, you're probably a Democrat. It does explain a lot. It does explain a lot of the Democrat policies as of late. It also explains why they wanted to get Trump out of there, after all. What was Trump? What did he represent? Probably the greatest American president to Israel, greatest American president to Jewish Americans, greatest American president, at least since Joe Biden could remember his address and his telephone number, because he certainly cannot now. We are suffering from inflation imposed as a consequence of what's going on in Ukraine, but we have Whoa. the lowest rate of almost every major nation. 
think about a president of the United States telling you everything's fine, even though it's your right. Record levels. And there are those who thought with the last administration we sort of walked away from the Middle East, that we were going to create a vacuum that China and or Russia would fill. Mm -hmm. And we can't let that happen. You know, I didn't like a lot of Trump policies. I mainly didn't like Trump's policies because he spent so much of his life with Democrats and as a Democrat, and he bribed the Chicago Mafia Democrats. And I really was very, very skeptical. But after living through the four years of Donald Trump's presidency, by far the greatest foreign policy president, bar none, bar none, better than Reagan. And one thing's for sure, the enemies of America, the enemies of America were terrified, absolutely terrified. They certainly weren't emboldened and they certainly weren't getting rich. We were. Now this imbeciles in policy in place and the policies he's producing are doing the exact opposite. They're making you and America poorer, and they're making Iran, China, Russia, and the Ukraine, the Ukraine, the government, let, with the Azov battalion, the Nazi battalions, who was killing its own people in a civil war, and not a Democrat gave a rip for seven years. And now, they're all supportive of money to the Azovs. I wonder if they're also excited about Iran and the nuclear weapons and kissing ass in the Middle East. It doesn't have anything to do with uh, whether or not the Quds uh, um, Force is uh, going to stop or they're going to continue to be engaged in activities. We can act against them mm -hmm. and still have a deal where they curtail the nuclear program. Mm -hmm. And so I still think it makes sense. We've laid out on the table. We've made the deal. We've offered it. And it's up to Iran. It's up to Iran. We've given them all the money they ever wanted. We took all the sanctions off. They're clearly building an Iran, uh, uh, a nuclear weapon, and it's up to them. This is an American president. You know, he's been in office 50 years. He has never been right about a damn thing except union payoffs and bribery and how to sell out your country to the enemies of China, Russia, and the Middle East. And I don't mean Israel, where he's embarrassing himself. I'm talking about the real enemies. Iran, and even Saudi Arabia. I never thought they were allies of ours. Not at all. They were allies that we made because after our government crushed our energy sector in the early 1900s, we're the reason that that depot that should be shoeing camels is instead the richest area in the world with the most valuable company. That's our bad decision. And in the meantime, how long are we going to keep funding Stefan Bandera's Azov Battalion and the Ukrainian oligarch government that was killing its own people for seven years. How long, Joe? Joey boy. How long is this going to last? How, how long is this onslaught going to last? His how long is it going to take when we're there to takes whatever time it takes? You know, when I uh, was listening to this buffoon, I not only thought he should be stuffed in some old people home. I remember thinking, well, then why did, what was so different in Afghanistan? And then I realized... He wanted to enrich the Taliban. He gave them a country and $83 billion of American weapons. It's almost like they were the Azov Battalion. He gave them $60 billion. Think about the weapons this idiot has given well-known tyrants and terrorists. We cannot let him prevail. It can take months. It can take years. It could. Mm -hmm. You think the war could take years to 10? No, you said that. Yeah, you said okay. it could, okay? It could. No, it could. I'd like to see the entire White House, his entire cabinet and staff solve a crossword puzzle they didn't have the answers to. These are the dumbest human beings in America. 
And they're also the ones the Democrat mafia wanted in charge. You're going to get what you deserve. The problem is they're going to take the good people with them. But the, always focus. 9.1% with a Biden administration, that's like winning. That's like plus. Because with these imbeciles, with these tramps in office making decisions, it should be 49%. 312-642-5600. I don't understand. How the f do you get a job and f up everything? Everything? Everything. This f has f up everything. Gas, water, air, everything. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Pat Benatar, right? Landy. Damn it. Terrible at this. Terrible. What era? 80s? I should know all of them. The funniest thing about um, what the Democrat playbook is, is that it's only a couple of topics. The topics that they have to run on are January 6th, eco-Nazism, gun control, and this normalization of abortion. So what we have to do is resist to fall into the conversation. So every once in a while, they will come up with a story that is horrific. Joe Biden did that, I think it was the day before yesterday. And talked about a 10-year-old girl. Fox News jumped on it and said, oh, no, 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 we couldn't substantiate it. Well, it turns out through uh, leverage of the administration, there was a 10-year-old girl that was raped. They're so extreme that many don't allow for exceptions, even for rape or incest. Let me say that again. Some of the states don't allow for exceptions for rape or incest. This isn't some imagined horror. It's already happening. Just last week, it was reported that a 10-year-old girl was a rape victim in Ohio, 10 years old. And she was forced to have to travel out of the state to Indiana to seek to terminate the presidency and maybe save her life. That's last part is my judgment, 10 years old. 10 years old, raped, six weeks pregnant, already traumatized, was forced to travel to another state. Imagine being that little girl. Just, I'm, I'm serious, just imagine being that little girl, 10 years old. A 10 year old girl should be forced to give birth to a rapist's child i can tell you what i don't i don't know what that means i could tell you what i don't but neither does here but here's um gershon fuentes 27 his last known address was an apartment in columbus ohio he was arrested tuesday after police say he admitted to raping the child on at least two occasions he uh has been charged with rape and is being held on a two million dollar bond it turns out that mr scumbag low-life rat bastard fuentes happens to be an illegal alien that has crossed the border under the Biden regime. Ta-da! You're another moron. So let's talk about the chaos, the crime, and I don't just mean the fentanyl deaths, which is the number one killer of ages 18 to 49 in America. It isn't the Fauci-invested flu, founding father though he may be. It is fentanyl. Because there is an open border policy of the Democrat moron. Not for anything other than voter fraud and welfare liability. That's what they need them for. Not work we won't do. Maybe it's rapes we won't do. 
Here's a rape Americans won't do. They normally won't rape a 10-year-old, but a third-world moron, scumbag, who's here to cash in on welfare and vote Democrat, he will rape a 10-year-old. So you want to kill the baby? You know, Joe, we could talk about that because I wouldn't want to see a 10-year-old girl go through that. That's a horrific. But let's first kill this son of a bitch that raped her. Can we do that? You filthy moron. You stupid son of a dog. That she was raped because of you, Joe Biden and your administration. You and the Democrat policies. You're the one that inadvertently attributed to her rape, you stupid son of a dog. Now go there and honor the Holocaust, you moron. I'm really sick and tired of it. Tom, Blue Island. Hey, Sean, I know we get tired of the what ifs. Imagine if it was Trump out there saying that some 10-year-old girl got raped. They'd have the media, 300 of them chasing him everywhere, trying to prove him wrong and say he's a liar. This, This guy's a joke. Yeah, but he was right. The girl was raped by an illegal alien that is here because of Joe Biden and the Democrat policies. The little girl was raped. Just how many people will be murdered? How many people are dying from the fentanyl carried across the borders? How do you quantify the devastation of having third world criminals walk through the border and commit atrocities that horrify even everybody? This is, this is bipartisan outrage. Every Democrat, every independent, every libertarian, everybody should be absolutely outraged that a 10 year old girl would be raped. But they also should be outraged that it should never have happened and wouldn't have happened if Joe Biden didn't steal the office. And that's the fact. David and Lansing. Uh, Hey, Sean. uh, We have to take every opportunity, in my opinion. I know you know about this. And if you Google this, the audience should know if you Google this, you won't find it. You have to. What are you talking about? Joe Biden touching. Joe Biden inappropriately touching young girls during press conferences. There's over 10 of them, easily. I'm more, I'm more concerned and with they, showering with his daughter. That's a little peculiar. But, uh, you know, right. it, the whole, the, whole, listen, Joe Biden's a longtime creep. But aside from being a creep, Democrats should have known that they're too stupid to care because the vast majority of them are creeps as well. But the well, reality is uh, this girl who he so wanted hard. to use as phony outrage, was victimized because this stupid son of a dog is the president. And for no other reason. Because since he stole the office, it's been chaos. The Sinaloa cartel is raking it in far better than any oil company. There's unfettered drug distribution and addiction. I don't just mean his crackhead son. And this young girl is among millions of women. In this country, that have been sexually assaulted, raped, abused, beaten, and God knows what else by illegal aliens that should never be here. This is a Joe Biden failure again. Even when he tries to prove a point, he indicts himself. The only good news for Joe Biden is that if you are a Democrat, you're too stupid to follow that. You're too stupid to put two and two together. In fact, you think four is racist, you stupid son of a gun. Chris Hampshire. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I, 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 I understand where you're going with this, and it kind of makes my point about the economy almost moot, except it's destroying millions of lives. I, I'm concerned about how you're doing your math. So they come out today and they say inflation's 9.1. 
but gas prices are up 65%, housing's up 18%, food is up 12.4%. is not there something that's supposed to be on the other side of that that says that we're at, uh, to average us out to 91 the way that they're cooking. Why, why are we? Why are we? Why are we believing? Why are we believing the nine point one percent? No, no. If you if you did if you did soft math the way it was done, even when W. Bush was in, you're at sixteen point two percent. And if you did if you did oh, I, CPI I consumer price index as if it was counted in the in the Clinton years, you'd be at nineteen point two percent. If you did it in the Reagan years, you'd be over twenty percent. And if you're a person hanging on who isn't well off, you know that you're probably closer to paying 30% more a month. So CPI is a government cook number, as phony as their, their COVID numbers, as phony as every number that comes out of their mouth, but it's Washington, D.C. It's Washington, D.C., and every apparatchik that put that number together owes his job to a Democrat mafia member. So you're not going to get the truth, Chris. If you want the truth, you ain't going to get it from the American government. They're absolute and total fraudsters. They would make the guys at Enron blush. That's the American government. It's a gangster government. Lie, cheat, and steal. By the way, we are also arming Nazis now. Called the Azov Battalion, or as it's formally known among Democrat circles, Ukraine. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. All right, nice song, but I want to hear from this guy. Turn it off, you don't mind. Sexy bastard. As I said before, you have some very bad hombres coming up, and we're taking them into our country, and it's insane. They're destroying our country, Lisa. They're destroying our country. Huh. All Americans. Not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more. Ed, the old Democrats. Ed in Chicago. Yeah, bad hombres. I don't like bad hombres. Uh, I wasn't a huge, huge fan of Clinton either, but I'm a big fan of yours, Sean. But I want to get to the substantive issue, and here's why I'm concerned as it relates to the topic of abortion and the Dobbs decision. I get it. I understand what the Supreme Court did, but there are a lot of independents out there. Yeah. And there are a lot of folks like me who have crossed over onto the conservative side because I'm so sick and tired of what the Democrats have done in the last two years in particular. Okay. That I am concerned about losing some of these voters in the upcoming election because some staunch Republicans are taking such a hardcore conservative stance on cases of incest, rape, life-threatening so, conditions of the mother, like this 10-year-old girl. So I'm curious what's your So let's, let's do that. I'll do this with you because I think it's important that we don't fall into a talking point solution, right? Because these are talking point solutions. They're thrown at you in order to be talking points rather than to be dissected. I like to dissect it. USA Today, uh, this is about three months old. You can look it up. As of the 65 million abortions in America since Roe v. Wade, 1% the mother says she was raped. 1%. 0.5% the mother says our interest, our, our incest, excuse me, incest. So you've got a very, very small percentage. And look, that's, that's to be dealt with. I'm not an advocate, although the baby doesn't know the mother was raped, to be, in my point. 
I'm fighting for the baby. I'm not fighting for the Republican Party. I don't give a rip about Republicans. I'm fighting for the life of that baby. Barack Obama is the greatest example why no woman should ever have an abortion, and I don't agree with him on any reason. But at the height of the race war, his white mother, was 17-year-old mother, was impregnated by a 33-year-old married African. Thank God she had that baby. That baby grew up to be president. So the baby never knows the circumstances, number one. Number two, if it's a, if it's a pedophile situation, it's a 10-year-old girl, let's kill that son of a gun. And then we'll, of course, I don't want the 10-year-old to go through that. But let's definitely kill the pedophile because pedophilia has a 99% recidivism rate. There is no saving him. There is no rehabilitation. There is no nothing. So he must die. Then we'll deal with the baby. All right? So I'm willing to have this conversation, but I don't want to have talking point stats thrown at me. Let's go through it. 65 million kids have been killed with abortion. 1%. 1%. The mother said she was raped. So let's talk about that, and let's I'm, see if I'm that, glad you're you know, willing to have the conversation. I'll have the conversation. The right approach. I hope that some of the other folks running take that similar approach and don't take the stance that there should never be consideration Ed, for life of a mother or these other very minority situations that need to be dealt Ed, with. Because you heard a story when you, were, when you were a little boy, you heard a story from your mother about how, you were, how your mother and father got married. That's how you know that story. You wouldn't I, know. I went, I, went to, I went to prom with my father and came home with my mother. You wouldn't, <laughs> but you wouldn't know if your if your mother, God forbid, was raped. It's never the solution to kill the baby. If if the woman is of age, a ten year old girl, no. But the perpetrator must yeah. die first. Thank you very much, Ed. I appreciate it. Tom and Deer Park. Biden won the election. President Trump tried to attempt to coach. Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. Shut up. Shut up. Biden didn't win the election, and there was no coup. If there was uh, a coup, up. it would have looked a lot like. Sri Lanka. Oh, that's a coup. If it was a coup, there would have been guys like me there, not fat guys. Oh, you damn right. You think I'm afraid to tell you that I would fight the tyrannical government? I wasn't going to fight on January 6th, but let's see what happens. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. In 2016, Lemonhead, Jamie Raskin, rejected the election results along with six Democrat Congress birthing people and other scum Democrats. It inspired a documentary called Kill Chain, in which the accusation was Russia had uh, corrupted the voting machines and stole the election for Donald Trump. They tried to delegitimize Trump's presidency. They immediately started impeachment proceedings and they built a lie based on really Hillary Clinton's campaign corruption. And they built it all the way. So now Joe Biden pretend wins. I know he didn't win. You know he didn't win. How didn't he win? Ballot harvesting, among other skullduggery that Democrats scum have been doing that make Chicago Illinois, a punchline. New Jersey, New York, and everywhere these gangster bastards rule. Everybody knows what they are. 
The, the cemetery is their biggest voting block. Illegal aliens. They're suing Arizona and other states that are trying to implement voter ID and the rest of it. Why would they do that? Because they need to steal future elections. Simple. Why? Donald Trump had many failings. I'm not a Trump cultist. I thought he had some good, phenomenal foreign policy. Phenomenal! I thought he had some wonderful energy policies and some very good domestic policies. I think he did some things wrong, mainly shutting down the economy. Outrageous. I thought the PPP loans were outrageous. Outrageous pumping out that money. I thought the mindless spending prior to COVID was something that should definitely have been curbed. However, I liked how he made other countries pay for things that we were subsidizing. Did some great things. But what did he really do? He disrupted the organized syndicate of the pay-to-play schemes on a multitude of fronts, mainly the military-industrial complex, and he was going to screw up the health monopoly, the healthcare monopoly. He was going to screw it up. They needed him out. My hope is that the Republican Party moves back to a normal position and not this mega party that it's become in many ways. He wants to get back to the money-making years where scum like Adam Kinzinger and the inner thigh-chafing Liz Cheney and her old man stole billions back when billions was a lot. That's what he wants to get back to. So these idiot, idiots, never-Trumpers scum like Tom from Deer Park and his cohorts. They're now going to try to double down and say he won the election, just like the Democrat playbook, because they're trying to intimidate you from your own eyes, from your own judgment. They don't intimidate me. As for January 6th, only one person died. A 120-pound woman shot by a Democrat scum in the neck. She had no weapons, none. He murdered her. The violence that took place, I got in tougher fights in the pit on P1 at the Mercantile Exchange and every Friday night at China Club. Far tougher fights than that. That's a little horse play. Horse play. Broken windows. Big deal. Only to the effeminate Democrats is that violence. Most of the perpetrators were 300-pound fat slobs. You think they're going to put a hurt on you? I'll bring six guys from Mulrose Park that'll put a number on 50 of them. Violence. They want to intimidate you from the originalist, the original judgment you had that there's no way people would vote for this stumbling. I will idiot. once more return to the hollow ground of Yad Vashem. Shut up, you stupid, corrupt whore. Was I talking about Kamala Harris? Together, we are expanding access to transportation. Seems like maybe it's a small issue, it's a big issue. You need to get to go and need to be able to get where you need to go to do the work. I can't believe eight people voted for these two idiots. But we're from Chicago. And our versions of idiots are even dumber and freakier than these two idiots. That's what Democrats do. You want me to believe 81 million? No, I don't. Simultaneously, Donald Trump got 74 million votes that they had to count. Can't imagine the ones they cheated. Because after I, I watched that kill chain, which was inspired by Hillary Clinton's accusations, and boy, oh boy, There is a lot of suspect about how those machines can be hacked from the Internet. Who knows? But one thing I do know, that this illegitimate moron should be impeached because he's incapable and he's corrupt. And I think I got a good idea. We'll make all the never-Trumper scum. We'll make them all happy. I say we put Hunter in because I've been watching these Hunter videos. 
And I'll tell you, he's very good at negotiating, and I think he would spend less than his father. After all, when we're talking about his crack, he doesn't like when the bags wait. Now today, more videos of Hunter Biden's antics have come to light. Yeah, I get my news from Australia because American news doesn't play this. Right. Many of them are simply too obscene to play here or even to describe. This guy, for reasons I'll never understand, films himself doing the creepiest things, including... He's a Biden. ...arguing with a woman about the size of his crack stash. Wait, wait, I just out the bag. It's 2.06. 2.07. Without the bag. Now, I want him in charge of the budget. There's a guy that pays attention to details. The bag is what irritated him. Imagine what he could do with the infrastructure stealing. Of course, he's in on it, but I still think he would be better than his dementia patient father. Meandering around looking for young girls to sniff. Creeps. It's a genetic problem. I'm pretty sure it's transferable. Ed in Oak Brook. Yeah, yeah, Sean. You know, uh, the reason I know the election was stolen is because all of the censorship from the Democratic Party, from the media, and also on YouTube, and also Department of Justice Barr, who Dan Prof has a love affair for, was in on it as well because he never did the work before, during, or after. So this whole thing is a total scam, and everybody on YouTube is afraid to even mention it because they'll be kicked off of YouTube, and that's how I know this thing was stolen. Ed, and I'm already kicked off, and it makes me feel like I was seven feet tall. I love it. Yeah. Because to your point, they're afraid of the argument. I did get kicked off of Twitter. Thank you, Ed. I achieved both. And I don't care because I will never buy the real big lie. That Joe Biden is legitimate, that he's not a political whore, payoff scam artist, that he's not going to destroy our country, even though he is as we speak. And these same scum, these same scum, Democrats and never Trumpers that want you to believe that January 6th was an insurrection. They don't want to revisit some of the insurrections that we've witnessed. That's not an insurrection. If it was an insurrection, there would have been actual violence and politicians would have suffered. Where did they suffer? They have to make up like Ocasio-Cortez. She wasn't there. Liar. But that's what they do. That's all they know how to do. Chuck Dullivan. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, I called about the uh, bad hombres, and the reason why we have a bad hombre is because Paul Ryan, when he was the Speaker of the House, would not give $28 billion to Donald Trump to build the wall. And he sacrificed our country for that, as I've spoken for before. That's why I'm running for Congress, because I'm going to take and I'm going to make it to where the guy that replaced him, the political hack and crony that used to drive him around in a Tahoe, he's got the spot. So I want to see why. I'm going to help you. Ryan didn't, help give, you? didn't give, yeah, well, he didn't give the $28 billion, but yet this kid gave $60 billion for, you, for Ukraine. For I want what? you to tell for the good Robies? people, I want you to tell the good people of Wisconsin, because you have a, a large amount of good people there. I want you to tell them you're going to get the Foxconn money that Paul Ryan and the Republicans cheated them out of. I want you to tell them you're going to go after China and get back the Foxconn money because that was sold by Paul Ryan and Donald Trump. So you can pose I thought, yourself I thought as a whole, I thought that whole thing about, about, about financial down, John. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, I know I am. That's the part about Absolutely being. correct. Thank you very much, Chuck. I love when people say I'm absolutely correct because I am. Bill in displays. 
Thanks, John. How are you, man? Very good. I love your point. Hey, uh, you know, these, this is the last of these people's problems. I was reading a Declaration of Independence last night, and I was reading the, uh, you know. When it comes time to break the political bands that tie us, is that your part? Because that's my favorite part. It's time. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, I, I noticed the list of grievances. If you replace the word king, me, or him with federal government, those grievances are alive today. And you know what they said of a long train of abuses and usurpations. Every and, one of uh, them applies today. Every one of them. And if you the replace, like the most, you, you got to be a little bit more specific because it's not just king and you, the federal government. I think you could be specific and name the federal bureaucracies that are extorting and running tyranny. The Go ahead. Creating, the king created offices. You got the CDC, the EPA, all these federal offices to over. They warned us against an oversized federal government. And Each. Yeah, and and you know how many of them were created by just Richard Nixon? It's astonishing. And it doesn't matter if it's a Republican or Democrat. If an executive order. Right. If an executive order creates a bureaucracy, that bureaucracy is illegitimate. Yet those bureaucracies have budgets, when you put them all together, over, I don't know, eight, $900 billion a year. All executive order bureaucracies, each and every one, illegitimate. And what they want you to know is that January 6th was an insurrection committed by a bunch of fat, looks like to me, old municipal workers. Because you get a couple guys from Melrose Park, they'll do a lot more damage and breaking a few windows. Thank you very much, Bill. Who am I going to go? Mike Algonquin. Hey, Sean. Hey, Mike. Hey, um, I agree with you with what we should do to people who do that to children. Yes. And uh, I don't see how a 10-year-old would be developed enough to get pregnant hormones Do we know that for a fact that the 10 year old got pregnant we don't I, I i i the story isn't clear the story says that they caught the illegal alien that confessed to raping the 10 year old i do not have a, a a any proof that the girl was pregnant or whatever the case is but that's good enough that he admitted he raped her so we kill him i said we deal with the baby issue afterwards. First things first, let's rip his spine out and see if the cop who was shot by the Democrats could use it. And then we'll rip the spine out of the guys who shot him in the back, the cowardly, gang-banging scum. See, we could fix this. Give me about 60 days. 312-642-5600. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest. In the nation and around the This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. Property managers and business owners. AM560, The Answer. A nation that rewards, enriches criminal and scum will be overrun by criminals and scum. A wise great man once said that, Squirrel. You know who? Me! I said it. And it's obvious. Look at what the hell is going on. You're rewarding criminals and scum. You want to fix the inner cities? Here's how you do it. If you are convicted of a felony, you are no longer eligible for welfare. Ding, 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 ding. It'll be like Disney World. Instead, we just give more, 
more and more and more. And then the gangbangers pretend they have the solutions. So they run all the after-school programs, and they get rich and drive around in their very big fancy cars. And you get more and more, and they use them as recruiting tools so that gangs and scum grow. I know, uh, pass gun laws. Yeah, that'll, that'll work out swimmingly, you morons. Throw out every rat Democrat because they're in on the scam. Half of them are former gang members. Don in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, you know, the report that uh, Prof was talking about this morning, that the government takes in a trillion dollars a year from Social Security paid in for illegal aliens with made up Social Security numbers and less than one percent of it's actually used. I didn't listen to the show, but I did. I did skim the article. It's astonishing. It, man. It, it's amazing. So the border will never get closed. It's too no. profitable. No, not and, only that. I want you to think about something in Obamacare, in Obamacare. If a drug addict goes for treatment and has the lowest rung of Obamacare or can get one as he's checking in, that scumbag is good for $60,000 in Obamacare government subsidies to the rehabilitation scams. So you have a scam within the scam that is making a ton of money for the phony rehab companies. The insurance companies don't pay it. They're getting subsidized for everything. And that's why they like when more people are on drugs. So it's, it's, it's a multitude of reasons why the border will continue to be wide open. Because if you had a government that looked out for the welfare of the American people, just the idea that the greatest threat to people aged 18 to 49 was specifically fentanyl, which is from Latin America via China. It's coming yep. through the border. You would have to shut that down. But they profit on a multitude of fronts. Hey, so all John. they got to do is just keep Democrats in, and the stupid idiots who vote for them, they don't really care. They're more interested in something for nothing. Sean, yeah. you know what's going to happen is the, the, the Democrats will get in control down the road someday, and they'll, the illegal aliens will demand reparations for the money that they thought they were paying in for Social Security, and oh, someone will come up. So. I love it. I love it. And, and, <laughs> and there's another fa- failure. Who created it? A fraud an imbecile who everybody talks about as if he was great, not realizing he's the reason this country had the longest depression on the planet. FDR, another fraud, cannibal economics. Let's call it socialism. No one will know. You're killing off the strong to feed the weak. Sean on the north side. Sean? Hello, Sean? Yes. Sean and Sean. uh... Feels, always makes me feel uh, yeah uh, it's a great combo but i still spell it right uh <laughs> i have two quick points to make uh number one it's so good to hear you finally uh saying to us in the audience that we know that we didn't vote for you finally and, uh feels so refreshing to listen you're talking uh, to the I guy catch you the for day. an hour a day and you used to you used to blame the audience saying you guys voted for this your audience well, it was did Chicago. Not. Uh, no, my audience did not. Uh, Basically, uh, the neighbors. There yeah, were a yeah, few that really... were listening. I've now weeded those scumbags out. But you're talking to the guy on the day after the election. Yeah. I put on my on my store. Biden voters keep out. I was way ahead of everybody. So I've always <laughs> realized and... that it's a combination of scum mafia members, and then the morons that didn't want to look into the fact they shut down the damn count, and four hours later came back on, and all of a sudden this dimwit in diapers and can't figure out why his socks are wet, he's the winner, and now he's destroying the country. 
Yeah, oh, and, and how. And second off, uh, you mentioned uh, Australia News gets it right. I wish you would have mentioned Sky News because I know that's who you're talking about. That way the rest of the listeners can check Sean, that I'm out. I'm going to embarrass man, myself. They get, it right, they get it right better than Fox News 99% of the time. But I'm going to embarrass myself and tell you right now that I watch so many news outlets. I also watch one in India. I look at one in Europe. I... Uh, in the, in the heat of my, my speaking, I actually forgot that it was Sky News. So thank you for correcting me. I will admit when I am wrong. Craig, on Greenwood. Hey, good afternoon there, Slugger. Thank now you. that's my new, new nickname for you. The guys okay. that I got listening to you. Hey, you, you are Slugger, man. And I'll tell you what, um, you're the kind of guy that uh, you want to have uh, in your group if somebody's yeah. coming messing around because you're the guy that's going to stand up, be the first one to do so. Anyway. Yeah, I got a lot of now, people punching in the face in the old neighborhood. Just ask around. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Tip of the spear. I think there's, I think there's something, uh, especially with regard to the um, how we know absolutely beyond a shadow of a doubt that that election was stolen. And there's, 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 there's a, probably a dozen different things you could look at and see how they took and stole it all different ways and got extra votes. And, and then you put on top of it the January 6th where you've seen all these people that had an inkling. They, they didn't even have all the those, information those yet. Those people fell into a bear trap, brother. That was set up. You could spot it a mile away. Ray Epps, where the hell is he? Who is he? And among other, how many FBI agents and God knows what who was involved in, in luring people into that. The problem is there's a lot of, lot of well-intended stupid people that fell into the bear trap, and that's exactly what happened, Craig. But i got to tell you a quick story. I, I have a friend of mine, tougher than three people, got a big square head. Croatian and Italian. I had him punched in the face so many times, honestly, he should name his crooked nose after me. So one night I get him punched in the face, and we have our flip phones on the bar. He's all mad at me. He grabs the flip phone. He goes, yeah, I'm so sick of you getting punched in the face, and he snaps the flip phone in half. He goes, what do you think of that? I said, I, don't, I think that's not my phone. Some chubby girl in the back goes, hey, that's my phone. So even when he tried to get me back, he couldn't. Thank you very much, Craig. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. My next guest is somebody that I started reading at Heritage.org. A couple weeks ago, I got to meet him. Now I really like him. His name is E.J. Antoni. He's a research fellow for Regional Economics at the Center for Data Analysts at the Heritage Foundation and a senior fellow at Committee to Unleash Prosperity. EJ, how are you, my friend? Sean, I'm doing very well. How are you doing? Good, good. I'm having a time of my life, kid. I love it. Um, I want to tell you, uh, when I my first segment, I said, listen, this could be a lot worse. After all, Democrat corrupt morons are in charge. That was before I saw your article, Democrats could make a recession even worse, because I know what the game is. Fail, pretend that it was an accident of happenstance, double down on the pay-to-play schemes you call policy. And it's called Build Back Better, ironically, what Klaus Schwab is calling the New World Takeover. That's what we're going to start hearing. Am I wrong? No, I, I think you're absolutely right. And it's amazing how when you watch this administration and you you listen to and you read the talking points coming out of it, number one, you get dumber by doing so. But number two, it becomes apparent really quick that these people either, A, have no idea what they're doing and are completely incompetent, 
or B, if they do know what they're doing, they have nothing but malicious intent. And really, those are the only two options. I'm going to go with B, because we as a society, through our own stupid confidence in a government that we believe to be representative of a republic, turned a blind eye, well, both Republicans and Democrats, turned our government into a money laundering bribery scheme. And why wouldn't the, the, the Biden administration think this is what we're going to do, is pump up the bubble again and create massive debt? We never addressed it the first time it was done when a Republican was in charge. Uh, so, you know, are they that off in guessing that the American moron would be complacent? After all, there's still some people willing to admit they're Democrats. You know, sadly, that really does seem like a good summation of the state of things right now. It is really shocking how the American people, I mean, some people obviously are waking up now, especially with with inflation, but it's amazing how many people still haven't woken up. When when you see these poll numbers, for example, that the president only has a 30-something percent approval rating or 20-something percent, and the media makes hay about that, the the thing that they're completely missing is the fact that anybody thinks he's doing a good job right now. That's, in my opinion, that's what we really should be focusing on, the fact that anybody could possibly approve of what's going on right now. I mean, look at look at, for example, if you look at real earnings over the course of this presidency, the average working person is down the annual equivalent of almost thirty four hundred dollars because of inflation. So despite the fact that they're getting more in their paycheck nominally, right, their earnings have gone up in real terms because of prices, they've gone down. I mean, thirty four hundred for the average worker. That's that's some people's food budgets for a year. Imagine that loss. What people don't realize is that the people who pretend to solve it spend thirty four hundred dollars on lunch. This in there lies the problem. We've allowed this system to be bastardized where the people who are failing it are also the biggest profiteers. And that's kind of what I wanted to get in the weeds with you a little bit about, because I'm one of the few people, and I don't know how many people are are willing to say it, I think the Federal Reserve is knowingly casting 60% of the country into bankruptcy because the government has structured bankruptcy laws in a way where the facilitators of credit don't actually get stuck with the bill. The American people do, as our government subsidizes, these companies that extended credit and now are going to profit from the people going bankrupt and merely going through the filing in some cases, and in some cases they don't even have to file, because they've structured it so that the American people are subsidizing the fraud in the credit industry. And that is why no one is talking about the fact both personal and corporate credit are at levels never even heard of, and they're also slipping into delinquency by the day. So it'll make 08 look like an appetizer to the entree. No, you're, once again, you're absolutely right. We are getting into really dangerous territory. And I think these seven words say it all. The name of the game is bailout. What the Federal Reserve has done is provided Congress and the president trillions and trillions of dollars through inflation that they can then turn around and spend in order to get reelected because everyone wants to think that the government is spending money on them, not realizing that through inflation, the government is turning around and taking that money right back and then some. And then at the end of the day, as you pointed out, you have a lot of these large corporate interests who, you know, they fall into that so-called too big to fail category. And now what does the Federal Reserve do when they have losses? 
they step in, they assume those losses, which means they pass them on to the Treasury, which means the American taxpayer. I mean, the uh, people who believe themselves to be socialist, which is still astonishing to me that we call it socialism, when what it is is economic cannibalism. These people who believe that the champions of this, they're too ignorant to, to understand that both Bernie Sanders, whose wife committed bank fraud and defaulted on millions of dollars of loans that she ran through a college she was in charge of, and Elizabeth Warren, when she was a lawyer, worked tirelessly to make sure credit card companies would be held harmless and the government would underwrite the failing as she forced these credit card companies to extend credit to people they normally wouldn't extend it to. This is a system that is set up so that those entities are now locked into this corruption because they need to be subsidized once they go, the credit starts to be defaulted on and whatnot. And that unless we get people in there to break that chain of corruption and reestablish the idea that people be fiscally responsible and we stop rewarding the perpetrators, both the corporate and the individuals who default, we're going to continue to just rinse and repeat. So we need to break the chain. But we tried it with the Tea Party. You see the results of that. There are, they themselves, like Anna Kinzinger, become millionaires and through insider trading and the rest of it. Can it be broken or does it need to be scrubbed and start over? Oh, wow. Now, that is a great question. Um, but to your earlier point, though, I would also throw the president, you know, oh. Joe Biden, in with with that group, because let's not forget that that's how he got his start in politics was by giving away all those goodies to the credit card companies yeah. uh, in, in Delaware. But as far as, you know, can we break the cycle? I mean, you know, I suppose there's always hope, um, you know, but at, at some point you have to admit that maybe hope isn't warranted right now. And it's a really good question. Can we actually reform what we have or, you know, do we need to take it apart and, and rebuild it? I'm not sure I have a good answer to that one. EJ, if you look at this the way an investor would look at it, the first thing you need to do is fix your cost of debt. The idea that we allow these people to just arbitrarily turn us into an, uh, an arm based on nothing other than choice and the largest amount of money ever owned in the planet is outrageous to me. Do you think that we can get a politician to run on the fact that, listen, the money we printed for the last two and a half years under uh, falsehoods and false assumptions, that will forever be at zero percent and simply break up the national debt and segregate it to lock it into a fixed payment so that we're not drowning in an arm, which is the worst way to leverage any investment. You know, I, I think it's, it's certainly a possibility. A lot of times we forget. We think that Ronald Reagan just kind of fell out of the sky, right? But no, it, it took a Jimmy Carter to give us a Ronald Reagan. And, and who knows, maybe that's what we are going through right now. Maybe it's going to take double-digit inflation rates. And as you pointed out earlier in the show, right, you know, the, the real inflation rate is obviously way beyond this, uh, quote-unquote, official number of 9.1. Yeah. But if you just look at, like, for example, just the last month, it was 1.3%. It was actually a little over than that, but it rounds down to 1.3. It's an annualized rate of 17.1%. I mean, that, at that pace, prices are doubling in a little more than four years. It's insane. Right? So just, just to, give it, to give it a little more context, prices are now rising as much in a month as they used to in a year when Biden first became president. This is the kind of stuff that really shakes people up and really wakes them up, and hopefully enough that they will vote for a change in leadership, because clearly yeah. this leadership is not going to change. Yes, compounded interest, compounded percentages are only a benefit when it's your equity. Everything else is a cancer. It is cannibalism, and people need to you know, figure this out. So now you came to my store. 
Now, that guy you were talking to, that's Dirty Curdy. He was the best man at my wedding. You wouldn't know it by the looks of him because he looks like he works out with Pritzker. But that guy in the 90s came in the S&P pit, or maybe it was the early 2000s, and said, buy everything you can of gold. Do you know what gold price was per ounce when he did that? Oh, my goodness. I, I can't even imagine. $253. Now, the follow-up is he's been wrong on his predictions ever since. But because of that, all of us keep buying into his option play, and we've now given back all of the money we made. Uh, but he still makes for an interesting conversationalist, does he not? Oh, he most certainly does. <laughs> I saw you tra- in the corner with him. I said, this is a good conversation. He's really a wicked smart guy. Unfortunately, he does that thing that good people do. They apply old fundamentals to new frauds. And I don't think you can do that anymore. It's why I stopped trading. And I'm wondering if you see more and more speculators going to the sidelines. No, no, I, I certainly do. And, you know, unfortunately, people are, try, are trying to apply a lot of these old methodologies to new technologies like Bitcoin, for example, and yeah. are just getting completely burned by it. Um, you know, people don't realize how much, for example, going back to gold, how much of a of a demand for gold was created just by the fact that it used to be so associated with money. It used to literally be money. And the fact that it's not anymore continues to burn so many investors who automatically assume that it will be a perfect one to one hedge against inflation. You know what sickens me? Did you see were you there when I told them about the, the find in Uganda, 14 trillion dollars? Of gold? Yes, yes, the, the new gold gold load, yep. The best part about it is the mining company is owned by China. Once again, well, I, America I would have, I would have guessed it was owned by Hunter Biden. But who knows? Ah, yeah, no, no, no. You could buy him off with just a couple ounces of crack. But be very specific. He doesn't like when you weigh the bag, EJ. Got to pay attention to the details, which I know you do. He is EJ Antoni. You can find him at heritage.org. Thank you so much, my friend, for joining me. Sean, thanks so much for having me. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. My next guest is up front, front row seat to the failure, the incompetence, the excuses, also referred to as the White House. He's a White House reporter for The Washington Times. And he is covering all kinds of failures. So many failures, Jeff. So little time. How does it look in Israel? Should he just be walking around with a bicycle helmet on now? Well, the thing about Israel is even the White House is tempering expectations for this. Even, you know, Jake Sullivan's out there saying, well, what we want to accomplish is going to take months. It's going to take, you know, it might even take years. So why are we out there? What What is this going to accomplish in four days that they're already admitting it's going to take long-term diplomacy to achieve? And the reality is what they're walking into is a very successful Trump accomplishment in the Middle East. Uh, and they are somehow presenting it as if there would be a vacuum 
that was created by Donald Trump, but yet his presidency really uh, had such peace accords and such advancement for peace in the Middle East that administrations for before him couldn't accomplish. So the real question is, can he just not screw it up? Well, I think we'll find the answer to that out Friday night. That is the big issue. Um, that's his meeting with the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia. Um, that's going to be, you know, that's where he's going to basically beg for to beg them to pump more oil. And that's really going to be the measure of how successful this trip is or is not the outcome of that meeting. And the reason that he has to beg them for oil is because his policies have hamstrung the American energy sector. Is this an issue that he can avoid or is it so obvious that no one can deny it at this point? I think at this point, nobody can deny it because you look at all these half steps this administration has taken in in the attempt to lower gas prices and none of them have worked. It's gone down slightly. It's dipped, but they've been a moderate decreases. They're not the big decreases in this administration is starting to paint themselves in the corner where sooner or later they're going to have to open up more drilling. There's just no way around it as much as they are really trying to fight that. And I think, I think the American people see this for what this is. You know, gas is but a byproduct of the most important commodity on the planet. Oil is the common denominator of virtually everything. Yet I see these people who come out of nowhere, who've accomplished virtually nothing outside of academia, and they are having a hard time even regurgitating practiced excuses. I can't be the only one that notices this. Are people starting to get disgusted with the lipstick on a pig salesman that these uh, so-called economic experts of the Joe Biden cabinet really are? Well, if you look at it, one of the things I think is interesting is not what the economic experts in the Biden administration are saying, but look at what the economic experts from the Obama administration are saying. What the the Carter administration had an expert come out and trash uh, the Biden administration's record on the economy. Even they're coming out and saying that this is being mismanaged and this is being handled poorly. And I think that is what's so stunning that these other, you rarely do you ever see, I mean, when is the Jimmy Carter administration, somebody from the Jimmy Carter administration, ever going to come out and criticize anybody else? And we're seeing that now. I think that is what is the most stunning thing about what people are saying. I thought people in the Carter administration were working in carnivals. I didn't realize they were still around, still willing to come out. Uh, Another thing you wrote an article about that I'm interested in, the Mexican president. It's an interesting situation in Mexico when you realize what is the leading industry in Mexico. It's hard to really pick anything above the cartel industry of drug distribution. That is what they're very, very good at. He comes out and says he's going to help us with gas. Can somebody tell me how? Well, that meeting, I mean, there's a lot they talked about, but they're going to accomplish very little. I mean, even at the end of that, what did they announce after this meeting? They announced, oh, we're going to partner with Mexico and we're going to do some stuff on the border to improve infrastructure. Um, by making nicer seed, you know, by making ni- that, excuse me, by making nicer ports uh, along the border, there isn't much that's going to be done. They're not interested in helping us. And honestly, what the highlight of that meeting was was the president of Mexico taking a swipe at U.S. gas prices. Uh, and that was a not yeah. so subtle swipe he took in front of the president, which I'm surprised hasn't gotten more media attention. Trump, well, I shouldn't cl- say I'm surprised, but it yeah. should have. Trump came close to really putting his finger on the issue with Mexico, but Mexico needs 
the situation that exists right now because they are so corrupted and so riddled in failure that the vast majority, well, not majority is an overstatement, but a very large percentage of their economy exists on the black market of illegal aliens sending U.S. dollars back to a country that can't hold the peso up. It also uh, exists because those cartels really do make up a large percentage of their GDP. They need the situation to be unstable. It's when they thrive. However, he was participating in the stay in Mexico plan. He did benefit from, you know, I argued against the renegotiations of NAFTA. I really did because it hid the fact of exactly how many U.S. corporations are taking advantage of a very weak peso. Um, isn't he more excited when the U.S. policy fails in our definition of failure? Isn't that a bigger win for Mexico? He's loving the Biden administration. Well, it absolutely is a big win. Anytime the U.S. fails, it is a big win for Mexico for a bunch of reasons. One of it is that it helps them. It helps them, as you said, it helps them prop up their economy. But also the other reason is that it, they just, I mean, given the hard times that the Trump administration has given them, they like to be able to wag their finger at the U.S. and point and say, see, see, see what you guys are doing. And we gave them that yesterday with, uh, with the gas prices, uh, when he's talking about, you know, saying I'm letting people in, you know, I'm letting people in so they can get gas a dollar cheaper. And I don't know, yeah. did, did you catch Biden's reaction to that? Did you see what his response was? No, I can't. I can't get past the Botox and the hair plugs. I can't focus much longer. If you watch the video after, after Obrador says that, Biden holds a cue card up uh, and it appears to be stifling a yawn. <laughs> Come on. I'm oh, serious. I mean, that's is... not me being funny. Watch the video. That is actually what happens. It is so outrageous because the audacity of a Mexican president dictating to us about solutions and failure and the success of his economy is the equivalent of the one loser bust out relative we all have at Thanksgiving dinner giving us all advice on how to raise our family. It's disgusting to me that we're in this position. Yet, this seems to be the position we're in, not just with Mexico, but with Iran. Now the accusation is Iran is giving Russia drones and all the rest of it. Iran has all of the sanctions lifted off. Iran, the Iranian economy is far better than the American economy when you funge out the percentages. If you look at the inflation situation, the whole nine yards, and now he's going to sit idly by as Iran literally helps to kill our soldiers, as we now know we have military presence in Ukraine, we have a military presence in Somalia. God knows how, how involved Iran is with Russia, who is fighting these proxy wars against America. How much of this are the American Democrats going to take? Are they happy with this idiot? Well, you don't hear, I mean, you, you don't, in terms of the rank and file out there voting, I mean, you see the same polls I do that show, you know, Democrats want somebody else to run. I know Biden disputed that yesterday at the White House. If you politicians and those in charge, uh, I am surprised that there are not being more critical of the president, given that their midterm fate is hanging in the balance right now. I am somewhat surprised by that. One of the things I find really interesting is the silence over um, Iran giving um, Russia drones, as you pointed out, you know, to kill troops that were funding over there in Ukraine, yet look at the outrage over the Russian bounty scandal. Yet we don't see any, we don't see anything in kind. These two issues are not that far apart. No, and I'm still curious to know, um, you read about the uncomfortable topics. 
The 700 troops that went to Somalia, my understanding is that that's an open flow. Is there any new, new movement in troops to both Somalia or Syria? I mean, I remember it was under the Obama administration. We had nine hot conflicts. There's a there's a complacency when Democrats are in office, but I still feel that this should be something that's pointed out. Why is there so much ambiguity in exactly how many hotspots we are having under Biden? Because it, because I think people I think they're trying to downplay just how many crises they're managing. I have never seen in my lifetime an administration that is dealing with so many crises at once. I mean, we've we've gone from the supply chain crisis to the baby formula crisis to the gas crisis, to inflation, to the crisis with Russia. The, one of the things that's not getting a lot of attention, I, a couple of women have asked about it in the White House briefing room. There's a tampon crisis. There's a shortage of tampons. I know it's something people don't think about, but that's just another crisis out there that's just not getting the media attention. And I think it's a way to obscure, because I, don't, I think people realize we've got all this going on at home, and we're involved in these, this many hotspots, they're going to want to take a step back and say, holy cow, I can't believe the number of crises we have going on simultaneously. Did anyone check Rachel Levine's garage? And, and, and simultaneously with this, we just had yesterday a law professor from uh, University of California, Berkeley, insist on the Senate floor that men can become pregnant because all they have left now is the abortion issue. Isn't that the next big thing? As I have clip after clip of every Democrat from Danny K. Davis to uh, Merkel commenting on uh, on abortion. Isn't this the last piece of the puzzle, and this is what he's going to run on to vote for the right to kill your baby? That's all they got left. Hey, well, to your point, yes, because if you look at Biden's speech on abortion, where he announced um, his executive actions, which, by the way, were met with a yawn, collective yawn from Democrats, his whole speech was about why you need to vote Democrat in midterms on the abortion issue. This is all he does have left, and he is seizing upon it. Um, I'll be very curious. He's got his bilateral press conference tomorrow with the prime minister of Israel, and I'll be real interested to see how many times Biden tries to segue an answer into the abortion issue, because that is the issue that he knows he can get people's attention on. Um, as for the law professor, it's a law professor from Berkeley saying what everybody's going, you know, what you expect a law professor from Berkeley to say. It got a lot of attention, but I sort of looked at it as, yeah, if you invite a law professor from Berkeley to the Senate, <laughs> this is what they're going to say. Yeah. Yes. So speaking hoisted of your by your own petard, Biden has and invokes an outrage, and it is an outrage, of a 10-year-old girl being raped, and apparently she got pregnant, although you can't prove it. But the reality, the development that's happened is, we do have someone that admitted to raping that girl, ironically enough, an illegal alien. Do you think that'll get any pickup? No, because the headlines that I have seen have largely been, you know, story proofs that Biden was right. Um, but, you know, a lot of reporters, including myself, had questioned the White House over the veracity of that story. Uh, and now it turns out that that story seems, from what the reports have been, fairly accurate. But yeah, so, so that seems what everybody, so there's an easy way to spin that story has, yes, the story is accurate. Nobody wants to see a 10-year-old girl have to give birth to a child, especially one that was conceived under rape. It, it, it gives them, you know, yeah. it, it gives them a very strong talking point. And I think that is going to really obscure the fact that this, this person was an illegal immigrant. 
I don't think we should let it obscure it because the reality uh, obscure it because the reality is that poor girl wouldn't have been raped had that third world savage been kept out of the country. That's the way I'm going to talk about the story. But I'm interested to read how you talk about it. And I do read you. Jeff Mordock at the Washington Times. I really do appreciate how you are willing to take on the uncomfortable topics. Thank you so much for everything you do. And most of all, thank you for coming on my show. Thank you for having me on, Sean. I always enjoy coming on here. I appreciate it. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. we got a lot going on. A lot going on. Let's go to the phone lines. Mike. In Wisconsin. How hey, Sean, the, my second call to you. You keep me. How do you say the town you're from? O- Oconomowoc. Oconomowoc. All right, very good. Go ahead, Oconomowoc. All right, I like it. West, west of Milwaukee, it's Lake Country. Oh. I, you keep me company as I drive home from Madison. Oh, very good. Thank you very much. Any, anyway, you were talking about the drones that Iran, Iran is using or, or selling. And I don't think 1% of Americans remember where they got the technology for that from. I do. Barack of course you do. We landed, we landed a drone there, and, and Obama refused to blow it up because it might signal an act of war. Like a friggin' uh, drone over their cities doesn't already constitute an act of war. You know, that was another I mean, case. I knew you'd re- remember it. But well, that was another case where people think that his failure was an accident. I think his failure, in fact, was a strategy because he wanted to deter from the fact that oh, his, I agree. Drone, his drone strikes, 90% of which killed innocent people in the Middle East. I think Barack Obama and Joe Biden should be charged as war criminals. I really do. The thing with Somalia, the lie of chemical weapons, when they had the CNN reporter go out and smell a shirt as if you were using chemical weapons, you'd sniff the shirt. I smell something. It was so preposterous. I used to have the clip on the board. <laughs> It's unbelievable what amount of failure the American Democrat moron is willing to take because he wants his rent paid. Not only are they whores, they're cheap yeah. whores. And that's the problem. And that's why well, they God destroy you, everywhere brother. they touch. Thank you, too. You drive safe. Very dangerous out there. There's a lot of Democrats. You'd be better off giving deers cars. Rich, Northwest Indiana. Hey, Sean. Good afternoon, man. Hey, let's look at Jennifer Granholm, Secretary of thing. Energy. Yeah, yeah, I love it too, bro. Um, hey, she's got no background, no nothing about fossil fuels or anything whatsoever. But her where is her background, Rich? Wait a minute now. Let's, from, let's, from keep, Cal- the, let's keep the audience yep, from Cal- educated. A California, a California professor teaching at a college. And an investor in seven alternative energy companies, all reaping benefits from the Biden administration decisions through his eco-fascist Nazi environmental program. She's made millions by front-running public policy. Absolutely. That's why she laughs so out loud at the face of American people on TV about increasing any type of oil production and whatsoever. And it's just unbelievable. She has no clue what she, well, she knows what she's doing, but for fossil fuels, no. Rich, her investment portfolio has seen returns 
that traders have never seen because she has a direct stream of making the policy that enriches companies that could not exist without government favoritism and government subsidies. That's why you know it is a money laundering scheme. This is no longer a government. It is a scheme in which the riches of the world, the hardworking guys of the world, pay off the corrupt mafia that is our government. And Jennifer Granholm is patient zero, to quote Fauci. Where is Fauci? What does he think? You see, if you look at the map, where just a couple of months ago it was a lot of green and some yellow, now we're seeing a fair amount of orange, which means you really should, in an indoor setting, a congregate setting, be wearing masks. It's just the appropriate thing to do to defend, to protect yourself and your family. Yeah, wear masks inside. But I want to see your emails to Peter Dezak. I want to see your emails circa 2008 to Pfizer when they decided to open up a research and development lab in Wuhan. I want to see your bank accounts, too. You and that, Vi- you and that woman, oh, that poor thing, who was the incentive for Viagra. You call a wife. I want to see all of the checks from Big Pharma to her and you, pickle face. Yes, I do. And if you think I'm going to put a mask on my face, you must think I'm as ugly as your wife. And you'd be wrong. I can't stand the scam artist. I really can't. It especially bothers me when they happen to be of Italian descent. You think you're fooling anybody, you half-ass mobster? You fool nobody. And you're not a doctor either. I wouldn't even let you test my dog, and I don't like my dog I have left. You're a roach. You're the problem, along with your other Democrat cohorts. Now you're loving it that Trump's out of the picture, huh? Now you're raking it in, and you'll never be investigated. Who's going to look after you? The forever bothering Italians known as the FBI? I don't think so. You're the kind of Italian they like. 312-642-5600. Get back, get back, six feet, ma'am. Six f***ing feet. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. AM 560, The Answer. Now you're talking, kid. Much better here. So um, I'm going to tell you right now, my opinion on Democrats is something that I've earned over the last half a century. Even as a young person, if I dealt with a Democrat mechanic, he was a moron cheat. If I dealt with a Democrat laborer when I was in the laborer's business, they were lazy lowlifes. Was a union job when the guy said, oh, oh, kid, slow down. You're going to get done too early. It's when you realize what you're dealing with when you deal with a Democrat. So as I watch these attorneys, these lawyers, professors go before the Senate, And talk about how a man can get pregnant, it's infuriating. Not surprising. They're the worst at everything they do. Lawyers, doctors, and I don't just mean the fake doctors like Fauci. Fauci is a fake doctor. He never saw patients. That's all a lie. He's been involved in the government for 50 years. I I, I take it back, 1968. It's 53 years. Years. He's a bureaucrat, a buffoon, a fraud. And he has a lot of company. A lot of company. I don't hire them for anything. I will never go to a Democrat doctor. I will never 
have a Democrat nurse. I don't want any of them around me. And the reason is they're scum of the earth. And one just testified in front of Congress. Her name is Dr. Christine. Is it Christine or Christy? Kristen. Kristen Brandy. You almost have to hear it to appreciate it. I think what you're trying to bring up is abortion care later in pregnancy. Um, and I understand people have very different opinions about what that looks like and how they feel comfortable regarding different um, gestational age limits. But I think talking about these hypothetical scenarios doesn't actually respect the pregnant people that I take care of every day that have varying circumstances. Um, and as a physician, I think the most prudent thing is to listen to their stories, assess their own medical risks, depending on where they are in pregnancy, and help them decide what's best for them. I think bans based on a gestational age, whatever that gestational age is, just create barriers to care. And so she wants no bans on any abortion. For some, abortion is liberation. There's a lot of good that comes from a people's ability to access abortion, and I want to celebrate that. I remember a lot of gangsters and loan sharks felt the same way. They were very liberated when they killed somebody that uh, cost them money. Yeah, it's true. It's very liberating to kill somebody. And this is the kind of people we're talking to. So a doctor that almost sounds cheery talking about murdering a baby is somebody I wouldn't even let in my house. But I don't let Democrats in my house because they're the kind of people that elect Democrats like Danny K. Davis. You know Danny K. Davis, Foghorn Leghorn of Illinois, the absolute and total dumbest, and that's saying something in Illinois, dumbest Democrat congressman. The others are devious and corrupt. Danny K. Davis is corrupt and dumb. I would think it would be like bringing light to darkness. Mm -hmm. I, I can recall living in rural America before the REA and when things lit. You don't know what he's talking about? He's talking about taking people like me, my tax money, and paying for abortions committed by doctors like Dr. Brandy and the scum parents, mother, that would kill her own kid. See, there's a thing called the Hyde Amendment. The Hyde Amendment means that you are not to take public money and kill babies with it and pay scumbag doctor, murdering doctors like Dr. Brandy. You're not supposed to be, they're not supposed to be able to get rich, but they do get rich, just like Planned Parenthood got rich, and the people sold the body parts and all the rest of it. It's a billion-dollar industry. See, none of that was supposed to happen with the public money. So, if, you know, th they feel this way. If you're one of those scourge people that would kill your own baby, the least you could do is pay for it, you murdering scum. But instead, they want the only people who pay taxes, most of whom would never kill their own baby, and certainly see it as an evil in society. But the ones who practice and vote, the ones who, are, who practice medicine and are Democrats and vote, they're more interested in circumventing costs. Vast majority of Democrats, vast, never actually pay taxes. It up, it was just totally different. Well, as we've heard, the Hyde Amendment is an unnecessary barrier to abortion care for people across the country. And repealing Hyde is a critical step in achieving economic and reproductive justice. Economic and reproductive justice. Now, see, he's such a moron, he speaks from the back of the sentence to the front. So knowing that he's talking about the Hyde Amendment, now listen to what he feels about it. I would think it would be like bringing light to darkness. Mm -hmm. I, I can See, now Foghorn Leghorn believes that the people who are against abortion 
such as myself, we're in the darkness. And what would be the light is to take my money. See, because I'm not a recipient of welfare. I'm not a roach. Take my money and pay scum doctors to kill babies. Now we're in the light. And that's the best example of an Oak Park River Forest scum Democrat. And that's your congressman. You trust fund butter-handed moron. That's, you got what you deserve. The problem is, most of you Democrats in River Forest and Oak Park, you don't really pay taxes either. You inherit your money. Most of you, even though you have law degrees, know how to circumvent taxes because you're scum and wretched souls. You're exactly who should be represented by a scum like Danny K. Davis. The rest of us are just held captive. Rich in Indian Head Park. Hi, Sean. How are you doing tonight? I'm all right, but I, uh, I, I always hate to be told that it's enlightening to kill babies. I'd rather kill yeah, pedophiles. I'd rather kill pedophiles. But see, the Democrats need them, I'm especially on board the illegal that. ones, because that's their voting base. Uh, what I wanted to ask you is, did you hear what the uh, professor from uh, Berkeley said about uh, men uh, being able to get uh, to be uh, to get pregnant when uh, Josh Holly was asking her questions? You mean this one? Here, one she, thing, uh, Professor Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. Just talk real fast, stream the words together. Cis women. What the hell is a cis woman? And how can a man become pregnant? Well, what, she, what I think she's saying is because a woman uh, identifies as a man, then she turns around and gets pregnant. That's, that's their thinking because she identifies as a man, and now she got pregnant. Now she's saying that men can be pregnant. That's their thinking. I mean, so who knocks, up, who knocks up the woman dressed like a man? Who gets that son of a gun pregnant? I mean, is everybody from Bridgeport? <laughs> I'm kidding. I was going to say Indian Head Park. Is, but that's, that's what I did for Yeah, it. we might as well give the that's Bridgeport guys a it. shot. I've been punching the face by half of the population over there. But it's ridiculous. <laughs> the whole damn argument is ridiculous, Rich. The whole damn argument, the whole situation. We are toying with policies that have destroyed nations, the economic policies of the Democrat mafia, the social engineering policies of the Fourth Reich calling themselves Democrats. This is what destroys nations. And who does it? Democrats. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You know, I noticed this from all our Democrat neighborhoods. Stupidity is clearly contagious. Now, Congress birthing person, Representative Carolyn Maloney, says women aren't the only people who can become pregnant. What exactly does it cost to give a man an abortion? Can somebody tell me that? Because there's a lot of Illinois Republicans in a forest preserve right now trying to get pregnant. What does it cost to give a man an abortion then? Carolyn, Democrat, dimwit Maloney. What does it cost? See, this isn't about 
fact, objective reality? Am I supposed to now talk about inflation or government spending or the government front running of policies with the Democrat moron dimwit Viagra slayer Carolyn Maloney of New York? Are you supposed to talk about that with that face that you could make gorilla cookies with uh, Jan Schakowsky, Democrat moron in Illinois? married to Bob Kramer, who was paying people to start the fight at the Trump speech at the University of Chicago? What are, you, are you supposed to reason with these stupid morons? Or how about the evil ones, the ones that founded Planned Parenthood? Do you believe in sin? When I say believe, I don't mean in believe in committing sin. Do you believe there is such a thing as, a, as sin? Well, I think the greatest sin in the world is bringing children into the world that have disease from their parents, that have no chance in the world to be a human being, practically. Delinquents, prisoners, all sorts of things just mark when they're born. That's why she spoke in front of the Ku Klux Klan. You think the minorities can figure out exactly what the mission is? This is what you're dealing with. Murdering, lying, cheating, mafia. Formerly called Democrats. Robert Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, how about this story? I heard it on WGN at lunchtime today. Yeah. A abortionist doctor in Wisconsin is going to open up, abor- buy out abortion clinics in the state of Illinois. Good. And open abortion clinics here for Good. Wisconsinites. Which, hold, hold on. Let me finish here, please. Yeah. That's why make sure, ladies and gentlemen, you vote for Bailey and your local Republicans, state representative, all the way up to Congress, and Stop this, because this is ridiculous. What do you no. think, Sean? I think Illinois gets what it deserves. You voted for this fat, beanbag, butter-handed trust fund sloth. In spite of him being on how many hours of FBI tapes with the scumbag Blagojevich, yep. he comes from a legacy of gangsters. You get what you deserve. And he won the, uh, the primary by, what, 872,000 votes, which is more than all the Republican primary votes combined. And you think that they care about this? You think they care about the seven-year-old that was killed? It's been over 24 hours, and a killer of seven-year-old Jeremiah Moore is still on the streets. His family is begging. Just ask Dr. Brandy. Call it an abortion. That's why they don't care about the shootings. But boy, oh boy, they can solve the shootings when it comes from the North Shore Democrat Party contributors. We'll find the shooter in five hours. 93 people shot over the 4th of July weekend. Did they find one shooter? One? I don't think so. Why? Because they believe in Margaret Sanger. That, to me, is the greatest sin that people can, can commit. But sin in the ordinary. Having a baby, the greatest sin people can commit. Of course, if you're from the low rung. Margaret Sanger was a whore, scumbag, Democrat. I'll be back in 21 hours. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.